You're listening to What's Up Social Media, a review of last week's happenings in the social media world with some Trini seasoning. And now, here's your host, Keisha Lewis. And welcome back. This week, we have our interview with one of our top marketing professionals in Trinidad and Tobago. It's going to be an interesting episode. So, let's begin. This episode's interviewee is Carla Williams-Johnson of Carly Communications. She is a marketing strategist and she's worked with many big companies in Trinidad and Tobago and has contributed to the promotion of many of the big brands, including Coca-Cola. And I won't say too much more than that because she is going to go into that in the interview. I just wanted to say that I really enjoyed the time that I spent with her talking about what is clearly her passion. She started this business, Carly Communications is her own business, and she did it out of a a sense of mission to help business owners to do a better job in their marketing. And she really speaks from a place of seeing it as a mission, and I was really inspired by a lot of what she said. And I think you will be as well. So unlike the last interview, I will just let it run. And uh, you're going to benefit from her energy, her wisdom, and the love for her craft and for the people she serves. So here's Carla. What I do is that I help them clear that path and say, okay, based on your business and what you want to do and where you want to be, these are the best avenues for you, and this is what we should do. So basically, I help you create a winning marketing strategy, a winning marketing plan that can help you um, not only build your business and make money, but really make you an in- a leader in your industry. Basically, that's what I do. I am um, based in Trinidad and Tobago, <laughs> just like our wonderful host. I'm based in Trinidad and Tobago. And um, how I got into marketing and advertising is I... Strangely enough, it has always been in my blood. I, ever since I was young, many people wanted to be doctors and lawyers and nurses. I just, I knew I wanted to be in advertising. I just, I didn't know the um, scope of advertising and marketing. I didn't know the scope of it. But I always knew that I liked the idea of capturing people's attention and, 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 and writing ads and writing copy and looking for innovative ways to put yourself out there. I always knew that I liked so I got into um, a couple of the top advertising agencies. I worked at McCann Erickson. I worked at Lonsdale and a couple others and on some huge global brands like Coca-Cola, Unilever, Nestle, just to name a few. And over the years, I've realized that I have a unique skill mm-hmm. of not only understanding what media works, yeah. but also using creative ways to get that medium to work because a lot of people think that it's the pretty colors or the fancy mm. headlines that get people to notice and that's not really what gets people to notice yeah. what really works is understanding what it is that they want because when you understand your people and understand um what it is they're looking for and what their pain points are then you can then 
create the artwork. You can then create the, the copy. You could then decide, okay, this is the correct medium for me. And, and it really, in all my years of advertising, I, I, it really kind of refined what I already felt inside. I just kind of refined it. Right. And um, I decided to break up on my own because I realized that there are a lot of people out there who were just motivated 100% by money. So they would give bad advice or they would do things that they know would not make sense to the client because at the end they were getting a commission or at the end they were um, making a sale for whatever they were selling and they, were, they didn't have the client's best interest at heart. I, I, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely I absolutely hate that. You have to stay in integrity. You have to be able to be honest with people. If you have something and it's not what's right for the client, then tell the client that. I mean, they will have more respect for you in the end rather than just taking their hard-earned money and putting it into something that you know is not going to work yeah. just so you can make a sale. And yeah. that's how I actually got mm. into... Um, well, that's how Charlie Communication was born, actually. That's, that's what Charlie Communication was all about. Because I can't stand hearing people say, oh, well, I was duped by this person. Oh, wow. advertising doesn't work. Why doesn't it work? Because I, I spent X amount of dollars on this and it didn't work. It's like, but that was not the right thing for you. Yeah, true. Who told you that? Oh, well, so-and-so did. And, and wow. I have a lot of, um, I did a lot of people like that. I have a lot of, healing to do with a lot of people who've been huh. burned yeah. so badly by oh, people God. giving them wrong information they've wow. been burned so badly and I just think it's my duty in in the world yeah. to to save people from that you know right. save yeah. the days save the dollars save, save them from that heartache because mm -hmm. oh you know what it is to spend your hard-earned money on something and it just didn't work that is that's, that's so sad because money yeah. is, is precious and it's an investment and it, it really breaks my heart to hear some of the stories that I've heard. So it, it wow. really is why Charlie Communication is not, was not only born, but why I keep going because I have to save as many people as possible from yeah. making bad decisions when it comes to advertising and marketing. That's yeah. me, not necessarily in a nutshell, but that's <laughs> me. <laughs> But that gets to the heart of why you do what you do. And that is yeah. so important eh? because, you know, people sometimes are just, as you said, they're motivated by, you know, things like just money. And yeah. That then affects what kind of service you're going to get from them. So it's always good to have a, a reason that, you know, that kind of overriding mission. So I, um, kudos to you, girl. Thank you. <laughs> Congrats. Well, Thank I mean, you. Well, you touched, uh, you touched a little bit on what I had as a second question, mm -hmm. but I guess we can expand further on it. Um, sure. Part. It's asking, like, what is good marketing? So what is good marketing, and how is it different, if at all, for small businesses in the Caribbean compared to, like, larger businesses, international businesses, you know? Okay, so w good marketing is marketing that works for you. Right. That's the simplest way to put it. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people, what I find with a lot of people who are new to sorry, new to business, mm -hmm. they tend to try to copy what other people are doing. And that right. is bad. 
It's good and it's bad. But it's more bad than good. It's good in that if you don't know what you're doing, it's good to look at someone who has achieved what it is that you want and try to implement it yourself. But it's bad if it is that you are targeting the wrong people, if you don't have the budget to sustain what they're doing, if what they're doing is not working, but they just make it seem like it's working. Because there's a lot of that, especially on social media, where people make you feel that, you know, things are going really great for them, but they're not making any money or they're not making, they're not um, building any momentum. Facebook and Instagram is famous for stuff like that. So I would say good marketing is developing a strategy that is unique to you, unique to your brand, unique to your brand's personality, unique to your customers and what they want and what they they want from you. So good marketing, in my opinion, is, try is doing some market research figuring out um what the market could sustain if they can if people want your product or service and then getting out there and figuring out what are the best ways to connect with people to get them to know like and trust you so they can buy from you right right also Mm -hmm. looking at your competition and seeing what they're doing and if there's something that they're not doing then you can offer collaborate with them and say hey I see you're doing this and I can offer that and we're targeting the same type of people. Let's collaborate and make some money together. Right, you know, right. or looking, as I said before, as of what they did that has worked that you can copy that makes sense for you right. and implement in that into your business. So mm-hmm. in my opinion, that's good marketing. Okay. Um, to answer the second question, which I believe was, um, what? Oh, yeah, sorry? Yeah, how is it different? For a small business as com- in the Caribbean, as compared to say like a large business or an international business, if it's different at all, I would say that I would say that in terms of large, in terms of the Caribbean, I've noticed that um, a lot of us are hesitant. That's the word. A lot of us are hesitant to collaborate. We're hesitant to collaborate because we feel someone will take our ideas or they think that someone will dupe us and take all the money or somebody will get all the accolades and we wouldn't get any. There are various reasons why we don't collaborate, but I heard somewhere that collaboration is the currency of entrepreneurship. And that is actually very true because when you're starting and you're building a business, you have a lot of time. And you have a lot of energy, but what you don't have is a lot of money at your disposal because you're just starting up. And right. collaboration and partnership is one of the easiest, fastest, and quickest ways to build momentum, build your business, get in front of more people. Right. So I think we need to abandon um, that notion that collaboration doesn't work. Because right. when I first started, there are a lot of people I collaborated with to um build my business as a matter of fact what we're doing here is a collaboration of sorts because you're asking me to to be here and i'm going to then expose this podcast to my people and vice versa you're going to expose me to your existing customers and your existing audience right right? so Mm -hmm. what we're doing right now in a sense is collaboration so people need to like dispel well entrepreneurs actually should dispel this myth that collaboration doesn't work or there's a negative connotation to collaboration and look for ways yeah Yeah. look for ways that it makes sense and have a contract if it is that you're so 
wary that yeah. um, it's not going to work in your favor. Have a contract, contract yeah. that states this is what is expected from this person, yeah. and this is how we're going to split the profit. This is what each person is going to invest. That way, there's no, um, you know, there are no gray areas, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I think that's what we need to adopt in the Caribbean because big companies do it, huh? Yeah, big companies collaborate yeah. all the time. The Coca Colas yeah. of the world, some of like just walk down in the grocery, you'll see like banded offers and stuff like that. Big companies mm-hmm. collaborate all the time, yeah, you understand. So, we as small businesses, we need to collaborate because we need mm. <laughs> we need help, we need, yeah. we need a lot of help. And as I said before, we don't have the disposable income that a bigger company would have. So we need even more help to get in front of more people. And collaboration is the key. Okay, okay. Well, thank you very much. Um, Let me see. (laughs) Well, of course, your your area of expertise covers the, the complete, you know, area of marketing. So you have mm-hmm. traditional digital campaigns, yes. all, all yes. of it. Um, yes. So, how do you believe social media marketing fits under that umbrella of the overall marketing? Well, the thing is with social media is I have found that a lot of people um, put all their eggs in one basket when it comes to social media, which is yeah. not the right thing. But social media is just one aspect of it. And just like any other medium, you need to know who is viewing, listening, watching, whatever, utilizing it. Once you know the type of person, then you can adjust the speed. So I find there are a lot of people, and I say this all the time, they're in an abusive relationship with Facebook. Mm. Facebook doesn't want them. The people on Facebook don't want them. But because they are so tied to mm. Facebook and everybody says well, you have to be on Facebook they keep putting content out there on Facebook but nobody's viewing it because their mm. audience is not there or they're not using the medium correctly or mm. or they're not um, posting good information, they're only posting what they have available and the prices they're not trying to engage their customers or giving valuable information things mm. like that mm-hmm. so I think social media is an excellent form of advertising but it is not the only form of advertising it's not the only thing to implement and another thing i hear about social media is oh well it's free (laughs) it's not really free if you think about it because one it's an investment of your time and energy two organic reach can only go so far posting can only go so far at some point you're going to have to invest and three, there are so many ways to get noticed outside of social media. There are PR efforts, there are sponsorship efforts, there are, there are so many different ways that you can promote yourself outside of social media. Sometimes, sometimes depending on your target, the face-to-face approach is best. Mm-hmm. And you can just get invited to a networking event or, or just, you know, Find yourself somewhere and meet people face-to-face, exchange numbers, and, and that might be the best thing for you rather than posting yeah. all the time on social media. So yeah. I do think overall it is a good medium, but like any other media, it is how you use it that matters. Yeah. And, and 
even with social media, there are so many different platforms. So you have to know which platform is best for you as well, mm-hmm. right? And then you have to know how to use it for organic reach versus paid yeah. advertising yeah. in terms of getting more eyeballs and more viewers and more clicks and more likes and comments mm-hmm. on the on your post, more engagement actually on your post. So you're a small business and you've now started and you're looking to get into the marketing. What kind of strategies a small business should prioritize? Like what should they put first, first second, third, you know? I think it's not a ma- that's a hard question because it's not a matter of first, second, third because there are a lot of mm-hmm. things that will go on simultaneously. Right. So market research for sure is one. Right. Definitely market research because as I said before, you need to know if there is an audience, okay. what they want, if mm-hmm. they want what you have, or if you need to tweak what you have to suit them, right. and what price they're willing to pay. Right. That takes time, and that is not something that should stop you from launching or stop you from putting your product out there, because uh-huh. one of the ways to get feedback is to put yourself out there and get feedback. So it's not a matter of first, second, third. Everything kind of has to happen all together. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right? So market research for sure is one. And market research never ends. Uh, let me just put that out there one time. Yeah. Market research is an ongoing thing because you're always constantly changing and moving and, 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 and adjusting to suit your audience. And then yeah. audience preferences change as well. So... You may have had the perfect product, let's say, six months ago, but now your same audience, there's some new innovation or some mm-hmm. something has happened and their preferences have now been changed. So mm-hmm. you have to always be conscious of that. A perfect example is, a perfect local example, I hope um, the other listeners would understand this example I'm giving, but a perfect local example is a few years back, Diwali and Indian Arrival Day were holidays celebrated by the East Indian community here in Trinidad and Tobago. Right. And recently we've noticed that it has become a tradition to eat roti on those days. Yes. To the point now where people have to pre-order roti and they're standing in long lines mm-hmm. on the actual holiday to get roti because the tradition is to eat Roti, which is an East Indian delicacy, on these two holidays. Yes. Five years ago, that was not so. Five mm-hmm. years ago, it was not a tradition. Yeah. It was just a normal East Indian holiday. And you know, we Trinis, we love our holidays. It was a day to go to the beach or yeah. relax or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now it is, it is man, it is almost mandatory that you have to have roti on those days. Mm-hmm. That is marketing. That is understanding uh, how the market is changing. People's preferences have changed. And now you market your product to the point where people must have this particular thing at this particular time. Right. You right. know what I mean? I see. Yes. So yeah, that is like, marketing. It's like the hot cross buns on Good Friday. Yes. They have to have that. Okay. Yes. So marketing, you know, you have to kind of, you have to know what people want right? and just observe different things, observe different changes, observe 
culture and then it comes down to culture as well eh? mm-hmm. as a marketer you also have to know the market in terms of are you promoting to a particular group of people mm-hmm. for example us Chinese if you're having a launch of a, a place or an event you have to have music and you yeah. have to have and soca music must be played it's just, it's just it's just it just has to be that way yeah now if you go somewhere else that may not necessarily be norm there may be another norm but here you know you need some speakers and you need some martial playing in back that's just how we are mm-hmm. so you have to learn your people and learn what what they will gravitate to and will get them to notice you yeah, yeah. right so all of these little things you need to know even as a small business owner you need to understand these little things on how to get yourself in front of people mm-hmm. now the more you get yourself in front of people you're going to get some fantastic people coming to you mm-hmm. but you're also going to get some people who are not so fantastic yeah. it's okay to let them go don't mm-hmm. feel bad or feel upset or get angry because um this person didn't like this product or this person wasn't for you the more you grow and the more you move forward is the more you will know who's for you and who's not right. and it's okay to have people who are not for you just let them go and keep the people who are for you because they are more valuable anyway they're giving you feedback they're giving you validation they're giving you sales you know yeah. they're giving you all they're giving you what you need Right. So right. they are the people to hold on to. The people who are leaving, they're not giving you anything, so it's okay. So I I yeah. as you as a small business owner, I'm telling you, the first couple times that it happens, it, it hurts. Wow. <laughs> it does, it hurts. You yeah. feel re- you feel rejected. Yeah. And it's normal and a human emotion to feel rejected. Mm-hmm. But um I think after a while you develop a, a thick skin and you realize, you know, it's it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's so great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really enjoying um a lot of what you're saying. I'm learning a lot as well because mm-hmm. me as well. Um, one is well, those are the main questions I had, but I was wondering if there since we have time. Um, <laughs> yeah, look at that. Um, are there any particular like um maybe a pet peeve or a particular issue in the area of marketing? that you're really passionate about that you want to know get in your soapbox that make you make it you know feel about well what what a pet peeve to the highest order okay. <laughs> is yes to the highest to the nth degree yes is when people say they market to everybody oh my everybody God. is their client yeah like that is impossible and people don't understand how impossible that is because human beings are complex individuals. We're all mm-hmm. complex, mm-hmm. right? So you need to know what group of complex individuals that's going to buy your product. So you can't market to all women. Right. Women are, there are different types of women. You can't market to all men. There are different types of men, different values, different um, um, sorry, habits. You know, right. they, everybody is different. And you need to understand that. So, yes, you might say I do marketing to men and women between the ages of, let's say, 18 and 30 or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you need to dig deep. And a lot of people don't dig deep enough. Yeah. What are their core values? What mm-hmm. do they do? 
if you are selling, let's say, a health food product, I would it would make sense to me that the person that you're marketing to is conscious about healthcare and their body and feeling good and looking good, mm -hmm. right? So you're not going to just advertise anywhere. You're going to be very specific. You're going to go in health magazines. You're going to right. go maybe set up a little kiosk in around Savannah where people jog or where people work out. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to you're going to be very specific. You may go into the gyms and 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 see if you could do like a little sampling or something in the gym, depending on what you sell, obviously. But right. you, you have to dig so deep that. The, your ideal customer has to feel like you know them more than they know themselves wow. because that's going to help you learn how to speak to them. Right. And, a, and an example of that is, let's say you have a really good friend, a best friend. How mm -hmm. you would speak to that friend on their wedding day right. would be very different from how you speak to them let's just say if there was some sort of tragedy in the family right. speak to them very differently and you you know your friend so well that you know exactly what to say to make them feel better or make them feel loved or however it is that you want to make them feel right. and that's exactly what you need to do with your ideal customer and a lot of people don't take that time mm -hmm. they want to rush to sell because they want to make money now or they want to they want to skip over all the market research and just push their product. And right. the thing is, making a sale and making money is the end result of doing all these other things correctly. It's the end result of connecting with your ideal client. It's the end result of choosing the right medium for you. It's the result of choosing the right way to use the medium. Right. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's an end result. Once all these things are done and done correctly, right. then you will make money. The, what takes time is trying to figure out what correctly means. That's what takes mm -hmm. all the time. What does correctly mean for you specifically? Right. Because what correctly means for your, for your business bestie may not be correct for you. Your business bestie may be killing it on social media, killing it on Instagram. I have my business bestie, she's fantastic on Instagram because she's into branding. So her whole thing is visuals. Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, she's killing it. And I'm so proud and I'm so happy for her. Right? Mm -hmm. But that's not my thing. My people right. are not, you know, visual people. My people are confused and they want to find the right way to, to advertise. So right, talking right. to them visually on Instagram may not necessarily be the right thing. What we're doing here on a podcast might be the best thing because they need stuff explained to them. Right. Doing videos is a good idea for me because I can explain things to them that they don't understand. And that's what you need to do with your people. Figure out what their issue is, where they are, how to speak to them, and what right. medium to use. So this whole spiel about, oh, I have to price everybody, <laughs> that is, you're setting yourself up for, for failure, basically. Right. You're setting right. yourself up for a lot of heartache and a lot of stress. Yeah. Because when you cast your net too wide, if mm -hmm. you're a fisherman and you cast your net too wide, in addition to fish, you're going to get hmm. boots and garbage and all these different things that you just don't want. 
you just you just don't want it so you have to be very specific and i know that goes against what a lot of people have learned you know they have to cast in as wine and get as many people to see them but no you have to be very 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 specific and very niche when you're marketing because you have to know because a lot people need to know that you're for them right for them specifically not for Tom Dick and Harry but for them mm-hmm. and that's what they want and building relationships right now in marketing is like the thing mm-hmm. it is the thing gone are the days back in my agency days where you could just put some ads out on radio and TV and people mm-hmm. would be like oh my god that's so fantastic let me go buy it yeah. now people are looking for more meaningful connections they're looking mm-hmm. for more um intimate type relationships and that's mm-hmm. what's going to get them to buy they buy on emotions so yeah. that's what's going to get them to you so mm-hmm. please people <laughs> from the bottom of my heart all the way from Trinidad and Tobago please mm-hmm. stop saying you market to everybody that is impossible <laughs> it is impossible <laughs> to market to everybody it is impossible <sighs> dig deep and yeah. figure out who your people are and just run with that Yeah. Just run with that. Mhm, mhm. Wow, that mm. is so true. <laughs> But that thanks so much for saying that. Uh, I think you're welcome. Yeah, because um, like in my own case, well, this podcast was on a hiatus for for a while, and it's only recently um I brought it back up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, at, at first when I started it, I was just doing it on a whim. I like to read all social media news. It doesn't have anything to do with you. And let me just do something. But I was just grabbing whatever news was of interest to me, you know, week to week. And it was stress, you know. <laughs> Because you're like, what to choose? What to choose, you know? And you end up with this long, you know. And when I came back, when I, re- when I restarted it for season two, I said, you know what? No. Because, you know, I look, for example, like um, social media examiner. Mm-hmm. I realized that a lot of these, because I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I, I realized that a lot of these social media podcasts, they focus on marketers themselves. Mm-hmm. And so the language they will use will be very different, you know, very technical. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, they, and of course, it's more for like an American audience or European, etc. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, you know what, let me do this for Caribbean small businesses. So mm-hmm. I, in my mind, I'm thinking I'm a small business owner. I don't have a lot of time on my hands. But I just want to get keep on top of what's up in social media, what's going on, you know, so I could probably, I could try. If, if I hear about some new tool, I need to stay updated with whatever new features are available, you know. Yeah. I, I can mm-hmm. listen to it quickly and get whatever I need and I'm, oh, I'm off. You know, yeah. and and from that everything just started to line up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everything made sense. So so now you're going through your your news and it's like okay, oh well I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need that. Oh I need this. You know, I yes. need this. You know, you, can, you only choose what you need for you. Yes. Not what everybody else is using. Yeah. What is what works for you. And just run with that. Yeah. Just, just run with that. And as I was saying before, sometimes social media is not the best place. Like what works yeah. for me is PR. PR works for me. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because as I said before, my people are confused. 
They're not mm. sure what to do. They're not sure what medium is best for them. They're not sure. A lot of the people who are attracted to me, strangely enough, are introverts. Yeah. Introverts love me. It's so weird because I'm not an introvert. It's weird. And I've asked people, yeah, so I've asked people, like, what is it about me? And this is, like, my personality. How I speak, they just, they just love it. So, like, that is so weird. But guess what? That's one market research for me because I realize introverts are attracted to me. So, that's that's market research for me to run with. Right. And, and two, it makes me realize where I need to be. Because exactly. if you're an introvert, your issue is putting yourself out there. Yeah. And I have to now show you that there are different ways that you could put yourself out there instead of hiding behind these social media posts, which a lot of introverts do. Yes. They hide behind social media posts, saying not the videos mm-hmm. or anything. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're not moving forward. And, and yeah. you have to be able to find the right way to put yourself out there in mm-hmm. a way that people can, that you can feel comfortable one, and that yes. people can can see you and pay you for what it is that, that you do. Yes. Right. So, again, you you need to find out what works for you. Now, the first mm-hmm. time I had PR done, I was scared because mm-hmm. it's always scary when you do something different. Eh? Yeah. It's always scary, and first time I I sent out a proposal, I was like really really scared and then after Mm -hmm. a while it just becomes easier over time and then the more you put yourself out there is the more people will see you so Mm -hmm. you after a while you wouldn't even have to be selling our proposals people will call you and say oh i heard about you in this so i i Mm -hmm. I saw you in that and i think you're fantastic and i want to invite you to whatever and that's actually what happened to me a couple of weeks ago someone Mm-hmm. saw me and saw what I was doing and, and I got invited to be on a panel of experts yeah. to mentor some um entrepreneurs and yeah. I was in the Guardian, the Trinidad Guardian business section, I think it was yeah. Sunday on. Okay. Um, because of it. And I was the only female, all it was four of us wow. and I was the only female on the panel. Yeah. Right? And just like that, just like that, somebody just saw me and was like, oh, yeah, Carla, she does X, Y, and Z. She'll be perfect. Mm-hmm. And just like that, I'm on a panel. And that's mm-hmm. what happens when you keep putting yourself out there the right way and using media the right way. Yeah. So I just want to touch really quickly on traditional media, too, because yeah. it's another pet peeve of mine where people think that traditional media is, is, um, is dead. Mm-hmm. It is not dead. Yes. It is how you use the media use that media. makes yes. all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. So I implore you to find creative ways to utilize radio, TV, and pressing advertising. Because back in the day, in adverti- in my agency days, as I said before, you put three ads, morning and evening drag, you put some ad, um, spots in the news, and that used to catch people's attention. Yeah. Now you have to be very specific. So you can use television if there are any like um talk shows or mm-hmm. any programs you can be on radio. I personally love for small businesses because it's so um specific. You can right. choose the station that is um that has your your people in it and do a, a, a sponsored program or do some sort of um a feature you can do a yeah. sponsored feature brought to you right. by because I actually did one 
earlier this year, I had a program called Carly Connect, where I gave yeah. marketing tips every Monday, and it was sponsored by Carly Communications. Oh. And that did wonders for me, and I use the content right now in my emails and on my social media as well. So you, mm. you can use, you can cross, you can cross your media together. You could use something on this and utilize right. it for something else. So the content is everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. But my point is, you have to figure out out of all the media that is out there, mm-hmm. which one is best for you. Right. And create a strategy that is unique to you based on your people, your budget, and what you want to accomplish in the next 90 days, 120 days, whatever, right? right? right. That's, that is what takes the time, and that's what a lot of people don't want to do. Right. But that is, like, absolutely necessary. It is absolutely necessary to take that time. And here ends the interview with Miss Carla Williams-Johnson. So, what did you think? I really enjoyed it. I learned a lot from it, and I hope you have as well. This also spells the end of our episode. So, what's up for next week? Well, I have kind of sad news, depending on who's listening. They might see it as a good thing. I don't know. Um, But, uh... I had to make the difficult decision to end this podcast. Two main reasons. One, given its format, it's not the kind of podcast I can produce beforehand and, you know, have the episodes all lined up and ready to go. And that was okay when I didn't have anything else going on with me, especially as I was in the middle of the summer holidays and so on. But with school having started again, plus there are some other activities that I've been getting into really intensely, and it's taking a lot of my time and energy. And as well, I've also decided that I need to streamline my life. Uh, Life is short, and I don't want to use up my time doing things that don't best align with my skills and my talents and the things that I love. I love social media. I love finding out more about it. I love podcasting. But I love science, science education, science communication more. And I want to focus my energies there. I don't know exactly how things will shape up from there, but it's the direction I wish to take. So I've decided to close the door on WhatsApp social media. So this is my last episode for good, Anchor. But all the episodes will still be available. The page will still be there, etc. But you get it. It was a difficult decision. But um, it's a necessary one. You know, life is too short to be not spending it laser focused on what your strengths are. And even though I may love this, it's not one of my strengths, I have to admit. So I love you, all of you who have listened into my podcast, have suffered through sometimes bad audio and all of that. I really am grateful for you. And thank you for supporting me. Thank you so much to those marketing professionals that took that chance on me and let me interview them. And I hope I did well by you. With those interviews, trust me, I have learned so much from you and I intend to be harassing you all a lot more in the future. 
but um this is it so take care everyone be safe and we're signing off bye music was back to summer by nexlo on soundcloud